Welcome to the Dogsthorpe Infant School, part of Hampton Academy's Trust. It's time to dream, believe, and shine. This is your captain speaking. We've been cleared for departure. Okay, Eddie, start the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. listening to Launchpad. Monster Phonics is a government-validated program that fast-tracks children's phonics progress and boosts school improvement. Children make progress in a meaningful, interactive way, and its systematic colour coding of graphemes linked to phoneme monsters makes every Monster Phonics session easier to understand and enjoyed by the children taking part. So always wanting to highlight great EdTech resources here on Eddie's Launchpad, we have invited Monsterphonics onto our show. It's lovely to have Ingrid, who is the founder of Monsterphonics, and Leslie, who's the school success manager. That's a grand title as well. Welcome to the show, Ingrid and Leslie. Hi. Thank you and hello. Um, can I first ask you, please, uh, what inspired you to create Monster Phonics? Well, it's, um, it's quite a personal story, um, and it starts from childhood. Um, so I come from uh, a background that was largely um, EAL, and um, so I had lots of people around me who constantly complained about how difficult English spelling was and how could we make it easier to learn. Um, and at that time, I used to use something called Cuisinair rods that helped us with maths, and they were colourful. And I remember saying to my mum, you know, uh, if only we could colour code what we're doing, it would make it a lot easier. And then you'd, it would help you to know how to pronounce things because there's so many different ways of spelling the, the same um, sound. Um, and then also I, I have an unusual upbringing in that um, I, I went from being, you know, fairly okay to being tremendously disadvantaged almost overnight. And, and that really brought home to me how easy it is for children to fall through the gaps. And I, I, I was fine, but people around me weren't always so fine. Um, and then we also had dyslexia within the family as well. And so that was an added, added layer. So I, I grew up with a real strong passion, a, a burning desire to improve outcomes for children. Um, I went into research and I worked um, in, in audiology and for the, the NHS, but then went into teaching. And so very similar to, to most teachers with that passion. Um, and I worked in the classroom and then I started to work outside of the classroom in learning support. And there I taught children with uh, dyslexia and additional needs. And I found that I needed something really engaging and memorable. So when they saw me, they knew that it was going to be a great session. They were going to remember what they were learning. And there was nothing like that out there. So this idea of the, the colour coding came back. And I spent two years researching 
and I had a great community around me, brilliant, passionate teachers who, who helped to you know, test and trial the product straight away. And immediately we saw a huge improvement in results. Um, uh, shockingly so. And so we started to build more and more products and built into a whole program. Um, and that, that is living a dream now for me that I get to see that, that improvement every day. And um, also the engagement and enjoyment in learning and the sense of confidence that the children have is, is tremendous. So, so the inspiration is really what inspires most teachers. It's to improve those those outcomes and it, it sounds like it's a a, a lifelong uh, a lifelong thing for you and this is this is a great resource and it's certainly something that lots of schools including dogsthorpe infant school are thinking about so um thank you for coming up with it just how does monster phonics work if we um look at our sounds in our language We've got lots of uh, different ways of, of spelling those uh, vowel sounds, the A, E, I, O, U, U and Ow. So if we colour those sounds and we link those sounds to a monster, it massively simplifies the spelling. So if, for example, all the different ways of spelling the A sound, so you might have A, I or A, Y, they're all coloured red. And the monster that makes that sound is a sound cue. It helps children to remember the colour and the spelling. And so this monster is Angry Red A, and he says, eight, eight, eight. And that straight away links everything together and makes it much simpler uh, to learn and also just simpler to hold on and, and remember. Um, and of course, really engaging too. So although those monsters have a job, to help children remember the sounds, that it's the monsters that the children are really interested in and the world in which they live. Um, so it makes phonics really easy to remember, but it also makes the, those really tricky high frequency words easy to remember too, because it, it kind of groups them all together and it gives children a reason why it's making that sound. So if you think that the children have just been taught um, that the letter E makes an F sound, and then in a very, very close proximity of time, they're also told to remember to show how to spell uh, we and me and he and she, and it's making a different sound. So it's, it's giving them a reason. So it just, and it, it's almost like um, when the children are learning, because you're grouping words in this way, it's like learn one, get one or two words for free. So it's just, it's color coding the sound and linking to the monsters. And the, and the great thing, I can see this working with, particularly with, with EAL, because um, we, we have that, We're at, at Dogsorp Infant School, we have lots of EAL children, and lots of children who struggle with their communication skills when they come in from nursery. They're still struggling to, to make all of these, these sounds that are needed when it comes to reading. So thinking in pictures, I can see the colour coding and the monsters being a, an attractive an attractive idea for a child that can't get their words or their sounds out. It's about you, finding friendship with the monster. Yeah, you are. At that, I couldn't put it better. That, that's so true. It is um, very child-centred um, and helps the children to learn in a way that is suitable for children. So it involves colour, drawing, paint, and it's fun. And it does give that pronunciation so it's just straight away automatic. It all sort of ties together. Yeah. 
Uh, let's bring Leslie into this because yeah. she's been sitting very quietly listening on. Um, uh, school success manager. That's a very grand title, Leslie. Can you tell us what, what exactly do you do when it comes to Monster Phonics? Okay, so I support our schools as they start um, looking at Monster Phonics and they sign up with us. Um, and I also support the training um, and the training team as well. So if schools are looking to sign up, they can contact us. Um, and it's usually me or Sarah that they speak to. And we just support you through that process of signing up and making sure everything's set up for your school and ready to go. Um, and again, um, developing the training to make sure that works for your school um, and everything's there um, sorted. And even putting together bespoke training if schools require that as well. Um, so, yeah, many hats, really. And it's a very interesting and varied role, actually. And um, it's just great to share um, the product we've got with schools, because, as Ingrid said, it's in schools, it's working. Um, and we have so many passionate teachers in our schools, you know, that will share that um, with other schools. We've got a Facebook group, which is always worth looking at. Um for ideas and we've got um, a big community now on our Facebook group so that's just lovely for teachers because um, I know as a teacher myself that was the first place I looked for ideas and inspiration so if anyone's got time please have a look at our Facebook group because it is you know full of ideas straight from the classroom really which is really important. Well don't worry listeners because all of the the links will be attached to the podcast, all you got to do is uh, click on the link in the text or ask your smart speaker and it'll take you straight to it. Um, let's, let's, let's tackle something that all of the schools that are listening will be thinking about because it is a very important subject with budgets tight. If you wanted, if a school is listening to this and thinking, hey, I, I want to have a look at this, what sort of costings are we looking at? Okay, so we do um, two subscriptions. So you could sign up for one year and that would be £599 the year. Or if you sign up for a three-year um, subscription, that's £399 per year. We also um, have training costs as well. So you have your subscription and your training. So the training is um, an online package with an allocated trainer, and that's £349 for the first year. And with that, you have a welcome meeting on Zoom with your trainer. Um, and they go through how to get started and set up. And then you have an online um, package that you work through videos and assessments um, at your own leisure, really. And then you have another three keep in touch lessons with your trainer throughout the year. So you've got that support through the year um, as you're embedding Monster Phonics. Um, and then obviously we've got a fully decodable book scheme. So some schools are looking at that and you can buy that whole scheme multi-pack there's lots of different options um and we can sort of quote you for that depending on what you need for your school as well um but yeah the the cost um most schools sign up for the 399 pounds per year um, and then you just got your training for 349 for the first year there as well yeah because um some we have lots of guests on on the show and lots of people have, have come with different ideas. And, and it's the, the great ideas are the ones that offer bespoke. Uh, not all schools are the same. Not all children are the same. Certainly not all communities are the same. 
Um, I've been in lots of schools around Cambridgeshire in my, my job before I retired. And I do know that um, what you might do, uh, what the training might offer in one school might not be appertaining to the next one. So it's good to hear that you, you offer a, a more bespoke training uh, because that's yeah. key, isn't it? Yeah, you've got obviously the basics that have to be covered. So that's sort of your online content is giving you that. And then because you've got that trainer allocated for those 12 months, you've got those sessions with a trainer that are really bespoke for your school. Um, and like you say, every school is different and it needs to work that way to give, um, you know, the school what they really need and the children in that school what they really need. So, so yeah, you've got sort of the best of both worlds, I feel, with the package um, that's put together with Monster Phonics. Ingrid, what's your plans for the future? Are you going to develop this or are you, are you working on new projects? Yeah, we're, we're, we're constantly working on new projects. And we've got, um, we, we listen really to um, our schools. So that's one of the purposes of the Facebook uh, um, page, the group. Um, so teachers ask, uh, uh, schools ask what they would like us to do. And then we, we try to put a list together. We have got a lot of demand for different areas. Um, and we almost have like a, a, a chart of what we wanted to do first. So um, high up on the list, there is um, like non-fiction books, uh, which will be coming out shortly. Um, and also um, books for nursery, picture books, and for, for that sort of beginning section of uh, reception, um, they'll be coming out too. But there's a whole loads of other ideas that we are, we are desperate to jump into. Um, and you, you, you can just imagine how, how, how many different ideas there are, really. Uh, almost don't want to say, because I know that we're going to get schools asking straight away for more and more, but, um, mm. but that's what we're there for. We, we really want to uh, create yeah. more products. And I'm sure that the pandemic has, has played a very important part in this, but we, ha we did see it before the pandemic, actually, that we're having children coming in who are much further back than where they used to be. And even when they come from the nurseries, that, that we've got a lot more work to do before they even got to the foundation stage, the reception age, because there, there's work. And I'm not, I'm not being critical of nurseries. No. I think that that's just how, how um, certain communities and certain areas and certain parenting skills are maybe not, not in the same place they used to be a few years back. I don't know. But I can see that uh, certainly when it comes to early years, um, we, we're finding... Um, our reception classes are coming in much lower uh, and we've got much more work to do. And um, that, and then, of course, that has a knock-on effect with Key Stage 1 because that, yeah. and with the pandemic, that, that they are behind a lot because they've missed out on so much. Our present Year 2s have not had, they're now in Year 2 and they've not had one uh, year yet in their schooling where it's not been disruptive. Because yeah. even when they came in, they had from September to Christmas and then the pandemic hit. And then we all know what happened after that. And it's it's hard to catch up. We really feel for parents and we, we actually turned the programme completely around and just helped parents at that point. And there was no charge at all for it. And um, I, I, I know firsthand how difficult it is to, to manage a job and then have the extra pressure of, of teaching your own children at home. And I think the first uh, lockdown people really managed, but the second one was, was harder still. And so we, we 
we've always measured the data for monster phonics and we have we watched the um progress of children and, and how that was affected by the pandemic and then the good news is that the, with monster phonics all our schools massively caught up in that first term so there's a really really big jump back so that's great um but there, there is, in general, we know across the UK work to be done and the government data hasn't been published for the last couple of years. I think everybody's mind is on that and particularly on that year group that you're talking about. Um, I know that people are very focused now on like the year three catch up. And the good thing about the um, validation is that it, it was a very sort of serious process that it enabled schools to know that now any scheme that they're looking at has to have certain elements to it and one of them which is really important is the um the catch-up and the intervention one of the things with monster phonics is that because you've got this color coding and um, you can have the signs in your environment and all around you and so it's a way of revising what's already been taught but also learning new spellings because even younger children who haven't reached that yet will be able to read it through the color coding and that's that's one of the things that we, we're really keen on, just providing loads and loads of extra opportunities that aren't necessarily planned into the day for catch-up. So you can have, you know, your catch-up, but also have that as well. If people want to get in touch, you mentioned your Facebook page. Where are the best places to go uh, if they want to find out more and to see the, some of the resources you've been, you've been sharing with us? Always email us at info at monsterphonics.com and we get straight back to you. But if you go to our website, um, www.monsterphonics.com, you can subscribe over the website. There's also a chat facility there, and um, we get back to you straight away um, via the chat. You can also find a link there that will take you to um, Eventbrite because we do lots of um, free webinars. So you can go and find out all about the programme. Um, you can also book um, live roadshow events as well. So we're um, sort of going out to schools and doing live roadshow events. And there's also a link for a 14-day free trial. So that's just a fantastic opportunity to look at the programme, have a play with it, teach a couple of lessons with your children um, and really see what you think about it. So I'd say the best place to go is to go to our website. You've got all the different options there. Um, you know, And as soon as you contact us, we'll get straight back to you. And so another great episode is coming to an end. Thank you all for listening. Captain Dave and Eddie will be back again next week for another learning journey on the Dogsthorpe Infant School launch pad to dream, believe and shine. podcast to encourage young stars to dream, believe and shine.